What's going on, guys? My name is Jake. I'm Asus. And this is your BodyCon prescription, where we help you navigate through all things health and fitness. Hope you're all having a great day. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at BodyCompRx. Asus, take it away. Now, today we're going to talk about what to actually look for when hiring a personal trainer. Now, previously, a few episodes back, we talked about pros and cons of hiring and and utilizing a personal trainer. I think we did a really good job at highlighting why a personal trainer can be beneficial to an individual regardless of their fitness level. So if you haven't checked that out, go ahead and check that out now. Mm -hmm. Um, But between then, when we recorded that video and recently, We've noticed an, a reoccurring comment in one of our TikToks. Now, I'll let Jake, uh, you know, share the quick backstory to that. But the whole point of this is because this comment we've been seeing is, why are we listening to this guy? He doesn't even look like he lives. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jake, do you want to share that quick backstory? Yeah, sure. So um, for those of you that don't follow us on TikTok, I'd recommend you do that. But um, basically what happens is I post content almost every single day over there um, and some videos do well, other videos don't do that well, kind of is what it is over there. But every once in a while, there'll be uh, like a gold mine kind of hit of a video that gets a, a good amount of attention, right? And um, I've had a couple of big ones, um, but it seems like the mo- most of the big ones are about supplements for whatever reason. Those seem to be the ones that get circulated around the most. Don't know why, but it is. And Uh, a reoccurring comment that uh, I tend to get since I'm generally the one that posts on TikTok is why should we listen to this guy, AKA me, when I don't look like I lift, when uh, I'm, I get, uh, when I'm smaller than somebody else, uh, so-and-so, like it's a lot of comparisons, a lot of judgment on physique basically. Um, But yeah, go ahead, take it back. No. So yeah. So I bring this up because I feel like somewhere along the way, the focus, has shifted instead of judging a personal trainer by their knowledge certification background etc many Mm -hmm. people tend to rely on what i call the eye test this eye test basically uh you judge a personal trainer by their physique say yeah this dude this dude looks huge i want to look like him this this is good enough i'll I'll hire or listen to this guy or vice versa this guy looks too scrawny no way i'm listening to this dude right mm-hmm. um and i think this is an issue because i think many people have fallen most people have fallen victim to the idea that in order to uh to train individuals or give out decent fitness advice you have to look like uh mr olympia or, le- or at least the next mr olympia right in the bodybuilding yeah. world or you have to have this sort of physique um unfortunately this has happened a few times and i think i wanted to bring awareness to this because i think it goes back to the idea that some people may not know um what exactly to look for in a personal trainer? I think they just simply do this eye test that I'm saying, mm-hmm. but they're not actually looking at things that matter. Um, yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to say sometimes the biggest dude in the gym is the worst person you could go to for gym advice or ask, you know, ask anything as far as fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I want to do today, Jake, I want us to go over like um, things we um, want we want to look for and things we want to avoid when looking for fitness advice or looking to hire a personal trainer um okay. but before that let's let's touch let's go back to this whole like tiktok thing and the common thing um mm-hmm. why should a personal trainer's physique not matter okay uh well uh, a, a personal trainer's physique shouldn't matter when uh if you're a client like if you're trying to find someone mm-hmm. to listen to basically mm-hmm. it shouldn't matter because at the end of the day you don't know what their goals are you don't know what their health conditions are uh and you don't know 
what they have to deal with on a regular basis, basically, you know, um, I know that I get this comment and um, the first time I got it, it kind of bothered me a little bit, but at the end of the day, what I learned was that a lot of people um, are judging me because maybe through my camera and my angles, I just look like an average dude, which, you know, I, I am, you know, but I've never once shown my physique. I've only worn a tank top and a, a video out of like the 200 plus videos that I've made, maybe like twice, you know, so a lot of people make these judgments on their eyes because obviously I understand, you know, if I'm obese or out of shape or overweight or, um, you know, you don't see me train or something like that, you can assume that like I'm unhealthy or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, you can only take that so far because again, you know, I'm not walking around with a, a stamp on my forehead that says BS and exercise science, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So you know, I, I, I have to take that criticism with a grain of salt because I understand I'm not advertising it, but yeah, yeah, you can't judge based on physique all the time, just because you don't know what someone else knows. You don't know their experience. You don't know their goals. You don't know what they have to deal with basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think everyone's um, goal is different and it's unique. So for example, myself, my goals are unique and unique to myself at least um mm -hmm. and i, I kind of want to touch up what i said earlier you know the biggest guy in the gym isn't necessarily the guy i'm gonna run to right mm -hmm. i might run to the guy who is doing like kettlebell swings or doing some sort of like body weight movement because my goals is not necessarily to be the strongest dude in the gym or the biggest dude in the gym my goal is to have maintain um you know proper muscle balance and long-term health right mm. so it's all kind of relative you know i'm not looking for the biggest dude in the gym to tell me oh yeah you should try this exercise you should do this because at the end of the day i think um, someone's background and experience are very different and it could benefit you in different ways definitely agree? yeah definitely yeah so um so now let's go back to like what should you be looking for um i first i want to start off saying like what are some red flags you should look for when you're looking for a personal trainer like what are some things people should actually be concerned about um you know you can name a few i'll, I'll start off i'll start off okay. one just to give you some time my first one i think my first red flag is um if there is no custom workout plan given this is if they just say oh you want to lose weight okay well we're going to start off with uh you know some burpees and they just start giving you burpees start throwing a bunch of yeah stuff at you um i think in a perfect world a personal trainer would conduct some sort of comprehensive uh assessment of yourself mm -hmm. you know not only are they looking at your physical capabilities your mental capabilities as well so if they're not doing this um to go above and beyond i would say that's an actual red flag to look out for mm -hmm. right so that, that's yeah. my number one yeah definitely um that's that's really common there's a lot of trainers who again make uh, pass the eye test and then mm -hmm. they go, oh, cool. I'm just going to do whatever my trainer says. I want a nutrition plan. I want a workout plan. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what my goals are. Just fit me into your mold, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. That happens a lot to clients. And I think that's a terrible thing to do as a trainer. Um, that's definitely a red flag. Um, for me, what I noticed, especially amongst like my colleagues, and I'm not trying to talk poorly about anybody, but... Uh, because in a commercial gym, because that's where a lot of people get uh, their trainers from, um, it's very sales-based. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who really hold back on their 
um, what they're willing to offer um, as a trainer because they see it as more money, which yes, I, you know, I agree it's your job and you got to self-moderate that a little bit. But I think a lot of people or, or a lot of trainers put their finances in front of their clients. Uh, and that's a big red flag for me. So when they're saying, oh, you know, if I only want to train with you once a week, because that's all I can afford. And then my trainer saying, nope, sorry, no choice. You got to train with me five times a week if you want to reach your goal in X amount of days. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To get more sessions out of a person, to get more money out of the person. That's a big red flag. Obviously, um, you know, the more you train with a trainer, I would say is better, assuming they're a good trainer. Um, but at the end of the day, we understand that finances is a big deal and, you know, they should be doing their best to accommodate you regardless of whatever you can afford. That's a yeah. big red flag for me yeah. as uh, trainers putting their own finances and really forcing sales supplements um, and stuff like that before they've even sat down together and talked about goals and um, what they want to work on. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I do want to say like, it's a, it's different when they suggest a few products like a foam roller maybe if yeah, you're asking yeah. for a certain like bands and stuff like that mm -hmm. that's different you know they're they're not necessarily selling you anything but when they're trying yeah. to push something onto you like more training sessions uh by this specific product from their gym you yeah. know that's something to look out for that's a really good one uh, my next one i wanted to bring up is um you know something we like to say here on, on this podcast a lot is um knowing that this journey is a long-term journey so i think unfortunately sometimes some trainers give you false promises they're like oh yeah you you have this thing coming up in about a month yeah i could drop you like we could do it as long as you put in the work so they're telling you like as long as you do this like follow it a through z step you will reach your goals um it's kind of giving you like a false hope because i you know you have to understand that um this is a long-term thing yes if you follow everything they give you you will like pot potentially reach your goals but you know if they're promising you results that are not realistic i think that's also a red flag you have to be realistic with yourself and there has to be some communication and transparency between you and the uh, personal trainer definitely and i think um, the next thing that I wanted to bring up was that I think you should be looking at the trainer and how they treat their other clients, right? Because um, like, I know there are some trainers who are legitimately on their phone the whole time. I know some trainers who are more busy holding their cup of coffee than counting reps, even though that's one of the jobs that we may not like doing, but we kind of have to do, you know? Um seeing how interested they are in their clients and how involved they are in another person's training session. Obviously, I don't want you to judge their exercises that they do because a, a client may have different goals and such, but I don't think the interest level of the trainer should change because at the end of the day, if you're my client per se, I want you to hit this goal and I'm going to give you my full attention while you're there. It's a whole customer service kind of deal where you you want to make sure that you're going to get treated right when you're paying this, you know, inflated price for a service. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So um, one red flag is, again, like, unless you're cool with seeing your trainer just more interested in their cup of coffee or their phone than what you're doing during a session, then yeah, you could choose whoever you want. But 
those are some things that I've noticed as a coworker of other trainers um, that they do. And you might want to look out for those as well. Mm-hmm. My my last one, really one thing I wanted to bring up is um, kind of piggybacks off what you said, because I think a personal trainer should be adaptable and have mm-hmm. the versatility to basically jump from, you know, pro level athletes to someone who has never worked out in a day in their life. And mm-hmm. the intensity should be the same as far as from the train from the trainer side, right? Yes, they should yeah. be excited to train you. They should, you know, be eager to do this. And the uh, attention to detail should pretty much be the same, if not more, with regardless of what other spectrum you fall in, right? Um, did you yeah. have one more for uh, red flags? Mm, I, I, off the top of my head, no, I'm sure I, I'm sure I do somewhere, but I don't want to like go off on a tangent and start ranting about uh, certain things. So if I think of something, I'll, I'll let you know. So let's go and talk about like things like good signs that you see from like personal trainers. Um, you know, I said earlier when they don't have a custom workout plan, that kind of ties into also like something good. If they do, if they do test your range of motion, if they do test your one rep max, if they text your physical capabilities as in like, oh, this person cannot do a push up, you know, or a pull up, we're going to work on building up that natural core strength to get you to reach that goal. Right. I think if they're, if they have that mindset, that's another really good thing. I, I think if you're looking for a personal trainer, you need to find someone that's, that's well-spoken and understanding. Okay. Those are two things I understand. So I'll, I'll try and go into it, but well-spoken because one thing that I learned as a trainer from ver- the very first day was that not everyone learns the exact same way. Right. I'm sure every teacher that's listening is going to nod their head and say, I told you so, but it's very true. You know, I can't use the same examples for this client as I do my other clients. Like you have to be able to teach things in many different ways in order for your point to get across. So someone that's well-spoken is probably a good thing um, because it also shows that they actually know what they're talking about. If they can, if they can teach the same thing a hundred different ways, that's a good sign. You know what I'm saying? And then the second part of that being understanding is that you guys need to be on the same page. So if they take interest, the first thing that they should ask you is what are you trying to do? And then that means what are your goals? And the more uh, more specific your goals are, the easier it is going to be for them in order to help you achieve whatever that is, right? And for them, they like, for them to be understanding means I hear you, here's some solutions, and this is what it's gonna take from, from me and from you in order to get this done. So basically they should be able to tell you how to alleviate the problem almost on the spot um, because most of them have been there before um, as far as some of their other clients or maybe they even went through it themselves. I think that's a really good thing to look for is being again, both understanding um, and um, well-spoken. Yeah, that, that's a really good one. Um, I was gonna say something more along the lines to uh, approachability and kind of like the ability to understand you as an individual, as the client, because, you know, we, we always hear like the personal trainer says like, oh yeah, I was once a scrawny dude. Now look at me, I'm this buff dude. But someone, if you could find someone who actually has walked the walk, right? Who's mm-hmm. someone who's been in your shoes, you know, you kind of found the gold mine because the level of understanding they will have for your goals and appreciation to um, what you're doing 
that, 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 you know, that goes a long way because they'll really be able to be like, yep, I know exactly what, what you're going through. I know how hard it's, how hard it's been. Um, I know how hard it's going to be to get your goal, but we could do it because I've been there too. I've, you know, or maybe they've had a previous history of training this specific client, um, mm. you know, type of client. So I think that's another really good sign. If you could find someone like that, I think that's really perfect. Uh, did you have one more to add? Uh, I'll just piggyback off of that. Um, specifications are a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. Again, that's why uh, we really emphasize understanding your goal and knowing what you want to do because that's only going to make the process easier for you and finding a trainer that can actually help you, right? Like I appeal to a lot of people because I'm the average dude, but I understand that not everyone wants to um, look at me for weight loss because I look like I have weight to put on. You know what I'm saying? So um, not that I can't do that job, but there may be another trainer to my left over here that dropped 60 pounds you know, something like that. And that, again, is important to people and making sure that you can find a trainer that maybe has actually been through what you're going through is going to be a good approach to take for looking for a trainer that can actually help you because more specific they are, um, you know, that means their experience is probably a little bit sharper in that area that you're trying to uh, work on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really good. Um, that's kind of like all I had for today. Did you have any last closing comments before I wrap it up? Let's um, see. I th- we, we, we went over stuff that uh, you should look for and that you shouldn't look out for, for mm-hmm. trainers. Um, no, honestly, I think most trainers get this notion or they have this stigma about them that they're um, either like meatheads and don't know anything or Um, You know, it's just like a service that no one can afford. And at the end of the day, you know, there are options for everybody. So, you know, like you can, you can find what you're looking for. um, If it is something that you're mildly interested in, you know, there, there will be well-spoken, smart individuals that want to help you um, that don't, uh, you know, confine you to a specific training program or nutrition plan um, and that are really genuine about wanting to help you. Uh, so, you know, I think just use your best judgment. Try not to be too, too emotional when going in and looking for a trainer. Um, just mm-hmm. be very objective and they'll appreciate that also. Um, because, you know, one thing that a trainer doesn't want is a, you know, a client that is uh, really difficult to work with. So it may even be better for them to have you work with someone else as opposed to them. So, that's pretty yeah. much all I have to say. Well said. And, you know, I, I want to wrap it up by reminding people that, you know, the eye test isn't the end all be all the reason you should be hiring someone. You know how Jake said, there's many people who out there who have previous extensive knowledge on many different things. And there's always an individual that's best for you. And there's some personal trainers that are not for you. You know, it's just a part of the game. It's something to take, take into consideration, but yeah, that's all I have for today. Um, on today's episode we talked about what to look for when hiring a personal trainer we hope that inspire you to go out and look for a trainer that really fits you and um, gives you everything you want from a personal trainer Um, let us know down in the comments though how have you found your personal favorite uh, trainers and what about them did you like or what about them did you not like Uh, with that being said we hope you enjoyed today's episode thanks for listening until next time
Peace. Peace. Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you who took the time to listen to this week's episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, we would love it if you shared this with someone who would find this helpful. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at BodyCompRx for more tips and information. We'll catch you guys in the next episode.